when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones The Walking Dead Westworld No, that's the West Wing West, Westworld there have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show! Welcome, it's the, stop now, it's the very latest edition of podcasts, The The One Show Show, which every week waits for TV's The One Show outside the school gate so it can duff it up, as no one has said in around 30 years. <laughs> I am John Holmes and once again we've been walking along the broadcasting beach, combing it for flotsam and jetsam, looking for televisual driftwood that we could whittle into something worthwhile, but instead all we've done is stepped in The One Show, something that BBC One has left there without taking it away in a bag and disposing of it properly it's um it's let early evening weekdays do its business and left it there lying in wait amongst the washed up single-use plastic much to consider this week this week a cow is misidentified some tarmac fails to win a prize and the one show literally turns up to the opening of an envelope joining me to sniff at the one show's bum this week it's writer comedian and shouty voice of dave's the hurting jake yap and all-round actress and shouty voice of the old sex <laughs> podcast, among other things. It's Lizzie Roper. Welcome, yeah. I know you did. Um, now let's, Lizzie. Let's start with you, Lizzie, because yes. Jake's done this before, right? So you have watched the one show, free contenders, doesn't it? Though? It's always it's always washed over me. But you come along with your homework, yeah. And I've and I've sat through four, and uh, now I realise why I you don't you don't do that on a regular basis, do you? No. I mean, has it ever been on in the background in your house? Oh yeah, my oh, mother. Uh, you know, that's the rule: the one show, the soaps. But the one show does mean gin and tonic time. That's always good, doesn't that's it? It's good, isn't it? Um, yeah. But I was I was quite impressed at how rude it was this week. Oh, go no, on. The rude thing. Go on. Like what? Well, the, the very first 
last five minutes of Monday's episode when Bruno Tolioni, Cannelloni, Wanenoni, who got it wrong about Matt Baker winning Strictly. Uh, yeah. on, a re- on a repetitive yes. basis. I mean, he kept saying, you won Strictly. Matt has told him. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. That's and Trumpian. It's strong and wrong. You know, if you're wrong, you just keep going harder. And that beautiful British thing of, oh, we can't, no, no, we have to say, we have to say something. Oh, God, he's done it again. But just when they were about to go into the first, um, the first bit of VT, yeah. Matt Baker said Felch. Matt Baker said Felch, and there was a tiny moment of, again, of, should I, you can't, you can't. I mean, I I admit that has to be by. Well, I I listened to it over and over again, and there's a definite Felch in there. Well, let's find out. (laughs) It's descending into chaos, is what it is. Let's let's put a Felch, put a film on. Let's put a film on. Okay, we're going to start. It's it's an early Felch from Baker there on a a Monday. And then it 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 got ruder on Wednesday. I mean, how can it? But go- do you oh, just have a sort of radar that, that zooms so. straight in on the rimming? What? what? <laughs> no. So, and now here's a film about rimming. I <laughs> Not didn't... everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see how Giles got on. Oh. <laughs> um, on the Wednesday one, which I didn't realise was extra long. Yes. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you ended up in that Brexit quagmire. Really? Oh, we'll go into this. Whoa. Oh, yeah. But. When they were doing the Brexit quagmire, and I've I've even written down where it happened on my on my notes, um, you can and, and they say something, and then a member of the audience who's off camera, you can hear them go fucking hell. <laughs> you totally can. I missed all of this. This I is kind of like when you when you make a TV show, it has to go through uh, compliance, where mm. someone sort of legal and taste and yeah. decency, they they have to sort of say yes, this is okay. Mm-hmm. And when I've been doing the hurting, available now on UK TV Play, uh, they keep coming back saying someone saying fuck in the background, and it's like they're not, are they? And you go back and you look and you go, oh my god, someone said fuck in the back, and I made the show yeah. with headphones. Well, as you mentioned the Brexit one, let's let let's start yeah. there because that was you know that was Wednesdays, and you're right. Wednesdays is always an hour, which if you to the uninitiated like you were, it's a bit of a shock when you think it's finishing and then it doesn't. But this was a show of two halves, Jake, wasn't it? It was a show. It was of... a show of four or five halves. <laughs> so many halves. Yeah. So uh, it's it started with Joe Lysis. Yeah, it started Which normally. I didn't understand because yeah. well, the, the introduction, the, the show opens. And it's like, constitutional crisis, parliament in meltdown, Joe Lysett. And it's like, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> There's no hanging around. Yeah. And I, I didn't... They asked Joe Lysett, um, do you want to see more police officers? <laughs> and, he, and you could see him kind of going, does anyone care if I do? Like... Yeah. Why, why am I being what, asked? What was odd about it was mm. that ordinarily on the one show you have some people in the studio which they call the audience but it's mm. really just five, six, seven mm. people but they got a proper sit-down audience for this because yeah. this Brexit mm. thing yeah. was on the way and poor Joe Lysett started doing they showed a clip of his DVD because you know, he's flogging that um, and then he started being you know doing comedy comedian words in the rhythm of jokes mm. you know in the studio to nothing like a, a, she's put, someone's put a head on a melon <coughs> Um, yeah, I think I'd ask them, because uh, I suppose at the minute, she seems very confident in her deal, doesn't she? And I, uh, everyone else seems to be not confident, and I want to know what she knows that we don't. Mm. I want to know everything that she knows that we don't. But then I think I'd probably be frightened by that as well. Well, Laura Koonsberg has the inside track on everything, so we'll ask her very shortly. Yeah, I just met her and I asked her if she thought Boris Johnson ate an egg today. I had one chance to ask the political <laughs> editor of the BBC <laughs> a question. I said, one? do you think he had an egg today? And she was like, well, I don't know, he had dim sum when I saw him. Great. <laughs> it's a good story. Now, 
Well, first, if you were concerned about the lack of... I mean, to, this, the audience were there to watch the Brexit thing. Yeah. They didn't want jokes. Yeah. They didn't want humour. And no wonder one of them shouted fucking hell, because that was the <laughs> mood they were in. The worst thing for poor Joe likes it was when he, he's really racking his brain to come up with something to talk about being on tour and comes up with a big smelly poo story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, about his uh, hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, isn't it awful when you do a big smelly shit in the hotel? No, no. This, and you can see Alex's face just going, yeah, I really, really didn't need that. I checked into this hotel and the girl on the on the check-in desk said, like, oh, well, did we go to uni together or something? And I was like, I didn't, I'd not met her before. I was like, no, I don't think so. And then I went up to the room and, and really needed the toilet. So I went and did, like, okay. not, not a nice to? thing. Yeah, okay, we get the I know people at home, I'm sorry, I've ruined your dinner. It's all right. And um, there was a knock at the door and I went to the door and it was the receptionist and she went, I've worked out, I love you, I love your stuff. I, I, I didn't realise it was you, I just didn't put two and two together. I've upgraded your room, let me get your bags. Oh, no, no, no. Into the room with, like, the stench of what I've just done. And then we just had to like, be in a lift for, like, 30 seconds. It's like, and uh, how's your day going? Absolutely horrific, oh. yeah. So sorry to that woman if you're watching. Oh. Uh, now, we also know that you're a portrait painter. It was Thanks. a tough room to play. I, I, I felt for, for Joe Lysa, because you're right, you had, you had this sort of... This body of people and they're all looking at you which would suggest an audience but they are not ready for comedy no they want their moment to air their views on brexit yeah. and they're bloody angry but this came about now this must have been an emergency uh podcast uh, uh, emergency one show arrangement because presumably this wasn't a thing before the government collapsed in the middle of the week in contempt of parliament so they must have because the, what they do they've got, they got this thing called brexit cast which mm. is a um we don't really get it around here, but it's what's called a successful podcast. And, uh, <laughs> no idea. And, um, and they, they got the presenters of that in there, and they said, we're going to give the second half of the whole of today's one show to this podcast. So what you got was four people sitting on a sofa from Five Live. So Laura Kunzberg and Adam Thing and what's Chris, the catcher the, thingy and Chrissy. Chris Mason. Yeah, yeah. them. Um, having, doing their podcast, but on the television, for half an hour, while Alex and Matt just stood over there. <laughs> Brexit cast. Brexit cast. Brexit means Brexit. Breaking up is hard. The people voted and they have to get on with it. A process which I cannot describe as a dog's Brexit. Brexit means Brexit. But what does Brexit mean? Well, we're going to try and get to the bottom of this. Adam, actually, we'll start with you in what the Brexit cast is, is all about, then. It is a podcast, so it's like a really low-budget radio show you download <laughs> onto your phone and listen <laughs> on the tube or the underground or the train or the way home from work. And we talk about Brexit. And it was the oddest thing. It just didn't go there. That, but that horrible bit of VT where you get non-actors doing acting. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm acting, walking down the street. I'm acting, getting... The Don't. That's why actors do acting, because they're very good at it. They can... <laughs> They can make it look convincing, but Laura Kernsberg, who, who's a woman who looks like she's eating her own face, like a sinkhole, <laughs> has appeared. And it's all just, I, I don't, why, don't let her, don't let her act, don't, no, no, no more make-believe. They did act, they did, um, and I don't, I've not heard Brexit cast, so I don't know whether this is a regular thing, but they, they indeed did a little, it wasn't even an introductory film to their podcast, it was specifically for the one show, where they sort of had this setup of talking to each other, One's in a cafe, one's yeah. outside Parliament. So is it, one's friends a, it was or? a classic. It was a classic moment of TV people trying to sex up radio. The thing about Brexit cast is we just record it wherever, whenever, however. It's not very glamorous. 
or very high tech. We demand a people's vote. So let me remind you then about what is in this deal. And it's about 100 pages long and incredibly controversial. So let's save that one for the one show sofa, shall we? Ah, catcher's calling. Hola. Hi, Chris. Ciao, Adam. Bonjour. So the withdrawal agreement is like our divorce deal with the EU, but there's another paper on the table. It's called the... And saying, we've got to make this visual, guys. We've got to make this... I mean, it's a podcast. How do we make it visual? Mm. And we say, let's let's have them everywhere. So let's have one of them in a cafe. He's recording in a cafe. What? (laughs) And saying, yeah, we record this podcast anywhere. Crazy. Let's have another one walking down the road, pretending she's podcasting, holding her phone like she's an apprentice. (laughs) Like, it's a foot away from her and on speakerphone. But you can hear, like, full bandwidth. You can hear her whole voice clear yeah. as a bell because she's properly mic'd. And we're pretending that she's talking to the guy in the in the cafe. You've got Laura Kunzberg in uh, Argentina. Mm, show off. Yeah, and you've got Chris Mason using a lip mic. And the clue is in the name... Lip mic against your lip. It's the yep. one that sports commentators use right. where it's really noisy mm. and you, you literally hold it against your upper lip. But he's holding it again like a foot away from him <laughs> on Parliament Square. And the whole thing is just so utterly bogus. Well, where they were saying, you know, in podcasts, are these uh, sort of explaining what a podcast is, a ramshackle, it's sort of radio, but not quite. And you oh, go, the production values you have, you're mm. backed by Five Live and all of their equipment was really proper. Unlike yeah. this shoddy Oh, no, this is the most sophisticated <laughs> pod room I've ever been in. It's just that sort of, it was that real sort of first idea package thing of like well where should we have Katya Adler in the bath we have Laura Coonsberg strangling chickens like it was it was so basic if only they had done that and if they had Joe Lysett would have painted it because that's his thing isn't it Joe Lysett likes to do some painting it turns oh out oh my god that was terrible what they did to him that was terrible was, well which bit when they <laughs> I said, mean narrow it down because they, said, they were oh no because you've done a painting of, of, of Ben Watney Watney you, you competition and Ben wins so Ben gets the painting and they show the painting and it's it's not it's well let's say that painting isn't joe lycett's first skill let's say if you told me that joe lycett had put a paintbrush up his ass and wriggled around in a piece of paper and that was the resulting painting i wouldn't be at all surprised <laughs> so this painting is produced that makes a man look very special and then they and then they present the idea that this man who's really enjoyed this painting has now turned it into a mug a toilet seat yes which i didn't even know was a thing um all these things and so again big laugh from all of us and then they say haha would you like to know what ben thought about it which was that the point where joe lysett could have hung himself yeah and and just did something really rotten and thank god he didn't because ben who's just a bloke from twitter <gasps> who joe lysett chose to paint when this kid sent him his picture <gasps> was in the studio <gasps> and he painted <gasps> joe lysett <gasps> and it was much better than joe lysett's paintings <laughs> by quite the margin yeah but a very odd piggy nose well, it was all good apart that he, you lost me on the nose. And then he did say that his friend, who's very good at painting, had helped him with it a lot. Yeah. But, but the, <laughs> that the business. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It, yeah. I mean, that was the, the one show. I feel like they've learned a lot and they've evolved a lot. And people definitely listen to this podcast because it's so <laughs> hard to find a handbrake turn link now. Mm. I found one, but it's, it's harder. Um, 
but one one thing that they haven't learned yet, and if you're listening, guys, next top tip for you: <laughs> um, don't don't spring the studio based surprise. It's never been successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when they had the thing with David Baddiel and was it Kylie Minogue? They threw yes, to Kylie Minogue that's saying, right. oh, "We've got the same birthday or something." And then this guy in there. Don't spring the surprise on the guests. It's mm. never but, come but out the, well. I couldn't really understand what was going on there because was it a surprise? Because the guy was clearly standing there. Op- we didn't see it. The reveal was just yeah. in the camera. But the guy, the, to set up the guy with his painting in the studio next to the sofas out of shot, Joe Lysett must have been able to watch this yeah, whole but, thing unfold. But Joe Lysett thinks that the guy looks like... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, seeing, <laughs> so seeing him in real life was never going to sort of trigger that alert on him. <laughs> Poor old Joe then. He was, uh, you know, he had to stay... They, he, they could have got... Got rid of him, couldn't they? Could have gone. Thanks, yeah, yeah. thanks, Joe. Mm-hmm. Off you go. We're doing this mm-hmm. Brexit thing now. But no, they mm-hmm. kept him, and to keep him involved, what did they do? They gave him an easel and just said, "And now, uh, while we do the Brexit uh, debate, uh, Joe Lysett's going to paint Brexit." <laughs> now we've set Joe up here with some paints. He's going to paint his representation of Brexit for us. Yeah, uh, we've also that's what's happening on this show. Yeah, yeah. Oh! amazing. And we're just going through a lovely, lovely, brilliant man. Joe Lysett is that person. He is. He is a lovely oh, man. Oh, God. I'd, I'd have drowned in that situation. I'd have said some terrible things and never worked again. Hello there. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Quickly, quickly. We haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angelos Angelo Sandberry podcast. It's a family one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. But there was there was another, you know, in their tradition of getting guests involved in the previous film, which, you know, they like <laughs> oh, to yeah. do, however tenuous it might be. There was a thing where they had a film. They, Joe Lysett got a, door, a lesson in doorstepping off a one-show yeah. reporter called yeah. Justin yeah. or something. Yes. and I and, But it turned into a sort of, it, it wasn't for television anymore. No. It became a proper lesson. So there was a film about 
What was it about? It was. Um, <laughs> God, I feel awful. Our brain it, stopped working. It, 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 your mind just skates away, doesn't it? Yeah, it? Just, this is not for me. It does not concern me. Yeah, it's nothing to. Joe likes it. Then I ended up the in vigilantes. The it was the vigilantes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. So what, talk us through the vigilante film, or, or so, what the hell you remember of it? I, I, I mean, and you were there, and you were there. So it was about <laughs> some people in is it Birmingham or somewhere like that. It was, it? was oh, Solly no, Hall. Joe, Joe, Joe's licence from mm. Birmingham. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, it was. It was in Solly Hall in the West okay. Midlands, yes. And so this was a, a group of people who sort of set up their own vigilante force to walk around. And they, they basically, I mean, it was, I mean, it's a, it's a lovely, sweet idea, but they were like, well, we don't get involved. We don't, mm. we don't, we don't do anything. We don't even say, uh, hey, hey, stop <laughs> that. We don't, we don't do that. We, we literally just sort of watch and phone the police if anything happens. They were called Tracy and Wayne. Oh. <laughs> I know. They got high-vis jackets. They did, that's right. That they got themselves. But this is just sexy neighbourhood watch, isn't it? This is slightly more yeah. proactive neighbourhood watch. Yeah. Neighbourhood watch with your foot firmly outside. Yeah, well, that's exactly, exactly. Mm. But they were doing it without the back of the police because they said mm. that the estate they live on, mm. uh, no one there trusts the police. No one there trusts the police anymore. Do they? Because uh, it's just how many stabbings round here. <laughs> and the Padero police don't even come out no more. So they said they didn't trust them. So they hadn't got the backing of the police. So then it cut mm. to a policeman just going, well, people shouldn't do this. Uh, yeah, it's dangerous, isn't it? They're out there. Ivy's jacket, that's all yeah. they got. Well, what I liked was that the, the guy doing this, and you think, this guy's an angel. I mean, what an amazing guy that he, he really wants to make the world a better place. And then they go, yeah, but you, you do have a criminal record. <laughs> mm. that, yeah, yeah, well, that was a long time ago. I've done me, I've done yeah. me crime, I've served oh, me time. I went down the wrong path. And, yeah. uh, but now I just want to help people. <laughs> Yeah. Back then, I wanted to... Don't act. stab him like that. Stab him like this. <laughs> Twist the knife or he won't come out clean. <laughs> For God's sake, mate, just doing it wrong. Um. But then then they had... Because uh, uh, there were just two of them. That's Tracy, Tracy and Wayne. Yeah. And then they had a group of people in Shirley not far away, mm. um, that were backed Poor by the Shirley, police. did she have any say? <laughs> no, she did not. Um, <laughs> t- it. T- twist it when he comes out to Shirley. <laughs> twist it. <laughs> comes out clean. How does he go? Wipe it on the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then they were backed by the police, so they had this entire sequence of going, going, well, these guys are doing it right, but these are these Tracy and Wayne are nonsense over here. They're just pitting these vigilantes off against each other. Well, that's the only thing. I, I would say arm the vigilantes with knives and see who wins. You know, <laughs> a vigilante turf wars would be... Channel 5, that's, that'll, that'll run and run. What I liked most about this, and it, this is, you, we like to do things you've learned from the one show uh, yes. moment. This week I learned that police drones, mm. because they had one, mm. uh, tiny though they are, are still painted in police livery. Aww. So they had the. Che- it was checkered oh. like a police car. That's it's a nice. tiny little drone. I'm like, what a waste of money! I got quite <laughs> excited at that, thinking, what you can volunteer and then you can do drones. Yeah, and yeah. then you- yeah, I'll have some of that. The the thing is, and it comes back to my show on Dave. <laughs> Doesn't it all? Yeah. Well, it's just it's just uh. an endless procession of people crashing drones. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just gonna. You're just going to smash up everybody. Yeah, but but your average drone, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to fly a drone over residential stuff, are you? No, true. Because people can do stuff. Yeah. But if you're the police with police livery, do what you like. You can stick your drone where you like, Mrs. Can't you? Yeah, and it was it was um, it was off the back of this then mm. that that 
they said to Joe Lysett, something, I don't know if you've got a criminal record or something. And, 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 and he said, oh, Joe, you, Joe you're uh, doing a show where you're um, um, uh, doorstepping people yourself, aren't you? And, and, and he, he's doing this Channel 4 consumer mm. thing yeah, where he's yeah. putting... Uh, and then Justin, who has done this like as a journalist, started giving Joe Lysett advice. Mm. But, but he forgot he was on telly. It was just like they were sort of chatting in the it's pub and Matt, and Matt had to just sort of go, um, mm. not, this isn't for now. Well, you can get some tips from Justin Myers here about doorstepping and the best. Oh yeah, I'd love to because yeah. yeah. so you're going to be confronting people. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm frightened because I'm uh, getting panicked. Yeah, just like the police, you've got to be careful because people can turn yeah, on they you. They can lash out. Um, and also, don't you know? Don't be too insistent. You know, put the key questions that you've got for them to them to them. Right. Do give them time to reply. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, yeah. Enjoy. What about bribery? You took the bit there, Justin, didn't you? Uh, hey, you took the bit. You went yeah. straight in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got to talk about your tour because you've just finished. Yes. There was a terrible. Terrible bit of sound here. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, when what? they opened the mic into the, in the canteen. Yes. Yeah, right the way through the halfway through the interview. What was going were on? They, was it? I, or I wondered, were they playing Joe Lysett's DVD? Had they just left the audio on of Joe Lysett's DVD? Well, no, because I'm sure right, there, were, there were words in there. Like you said, it sounded like someone had opened a door into a corridor, a canteen, or whatever. So I think the mm. thing to do, what they were trying to do, I think, because they've done this mm. before, when they mentioned the title of Joe's show, "That's the Way Our Heart, Our Heart," ah. Joe Lysett, mm. they started to play that song. I think. Right. That was the idea oh. in the background, underneath. They've done it that sort of thing before. But it very quickly became this um, wormhole into backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. We, we've been singing it all afternoon. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, stuck in the head. I apologise. But, I mean, you were, obviously you were having to go at your dad there about, yeah. you know, leaving home this, that, and that. You have left I've home. I've left home. Eventually. Yeah. How's life in your own gap? No, oh, it's nice, isn't it? Nice to move out. I'm thirsty and I've moved out. It's lovely. <laughs> And like, Why did, did you take your time? Well, I felt guilty because mum sort of made a big deal of it and she's like, oh, are you going to leave me? <laughs> leave me with your father? Um, and I have. And I've literally <laughs> moved ten minutes round the corner and she's, she said to me, she said, you may as well have moved a million miles away. Like, no, I'm ten minutes round the corner, Helen. Um, yeah, but it's nice. It's like nice. Happy it was just confusing talking. It was like voices coming through the ether. It was like a Ouija board was suddenly in the studio. Well, they were very lucky they didn't have a fucking hell there as well, weren't they? <laughs> Did you learn anything from the one show this week, Lizzie? Uh, anything at all? You, the, the, I, all I learned this week was that um, butchers think they can't say fart on telly. <laughs> that, when, yeah, the, when the butcher said, oh, yeah, it was vegans versus meat eaters. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. at one point the butcher was saying, well, you know, it's all, yeah, eating a lot of, you, you, know, you get a lot of, uh, you will have people having a lot of methane release. <laughs> methane release? Yes. Now we should talk about the vegans. Here we go, Jake. <laughs> um, uh, what a, what a handy week for you to be on here. Um, th- what day was this? Tuesday. Monday. 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 The the three billboards outside Middlesbrough <laughs> or something, <laughs> where a man, a vegan man, mm. and he did look like a vegan man. Oh, he really did. Had put some billboards up, p- p- uh, persuading people to have a meat-free Christmas. What did you make of it, vegan Jake? Uh, well, <laughs> it's. I've always maintained that um, you shouldn't be allowed to publicly declare yourself vegan unless you've been approved by a council of me. <laughs> because we we are by and large terrible ambassadors for the cause. I mean this guy like you say, like you could tell if it was like if there was a lineup and you're like spot the vegan, everyone's in that that one. You you'd be going down immediately. And so it was very sweet what he'd done, you know, it was a nice endeavour and I admire that, but 
Oh man! I, I mean, had a I had a slight issue. Not an issue. That's not the right word at all. I the, well, there were two bits that that made me go. Oh, did you notice the subliminal director having a go at vegans moment? No. What? No. So our vegan friend, as you've just been talking about, who looked like a vegan <laughs> and was a vegan. Yeah. Okay. They then cut. They cut from him talking, and they also left the camera too long on him after he'd stopped a sentence. So he just stared maniacally down the lens for a moment. Oh, did you spot that? But then it. Cut directly to the butcher who was putting the other point of view, balance, um, and he got a sausage filling machine. Oh, yes, yes. Right? And it was a close-up of the nozzle of a sausage filling machine that he was cleaning. So he was rubbing it in a... mouth. Well, he was rubbing it in a certain way, mm. right, to clean it. But then oh, white okay. liquid came out of the end of it. Right. So it cut from weirdy vegan man to, to basically to the director wanker. go you wanker yeah. yes. it was a bit of amazing is, uh, TV was it Todorov's uh, theory of the montage of attractions <laughs> uh, or was it Eisenstein I can't remember yeah. was it yeah. Eisenstein the Russian steps yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. the montage yes. of attractions yes. uh, inferring meaning through through montage oh um, I mean <clears throat> that that butcher was fantastic he was like you know I'm 911 years of age and Redmay's never done me any harm I mean irreparable harm to the yeah. animals concerned but I mean he he said I like this by my reckoning he said by my reckoning <laughs> yeah. there's a lot more people on this planet than cows his own reckoning said, yeah but by my reckoning one and a half billion of them won't be killed this year <laughs> I mean even with all the conflict we have yeah uh, but there was a good there was a, a poster uh, one of his billboards, because this man did on the billboards, uh, and it said, at what point did we stop loving them and start eating them? Mm. Right, is that a vegan phrase generally, or did he make that up? I don't know. I'm a lover, not an eater. Okay. Uh, uh, you no. could be both, I think. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but no, there was a picture no, of a girl kissing a sheep on the mouth. Mm. That was the picture, mm. wasn't do it? Do you not do that? Well, yes, mm. but only uh-huh. shortly before I do eat. She gave me the horn. <laughs> but he just thought it was an odd animal to pick, because there's the, con- the contextual... Uh, the, the, you know yeah. the, the the social fabric of sheep shagging jokes. It was just wrong to have a small girl kissing a sheep on a mouth when it could have been any animal. But this is the problem: is that because... you prefer an old man shagging a sheep? Is that what you're trying to say? Or a dog? <laughs> the problem with veganism is that it is a grassroots movement. You know, it's not like a beef roots movement. Uh, and so, versus the might of massive corporate machines with all of the PR money that they spent, the dairy industry, the meat industry, you know, the incredible barrage of propaganda you get about happy cows and happy mm. chickens and just skipping into the abattoir, gleefully presenting their throats to be slit. And uh, that versus some guy who's amassed £211.17 p <laughs> to make a poster on the A6021059. <laughs> And you know, slightly has, one-sided. Has now you put it like that. The best thing he can do yeah. with royalty-free clip art that he can find. <laughs> it's Fair no, enough. there's no contest. Yeah, you're there's right. No contest. And he had to catch that child in the wild, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, well, to pose for the photo. It was all consensual. <laughs> but I thought it was. It was one of those classic one-show off-the-shelf films. You know, which which is which we like. We know they sit there. We know they go through them. Oh, and it was oh. like, okay, here, where's a where's a thing that people are to, vegans put that on. I put want to know on. how you get on the list of the weird presenters that do the tiny little film because I want to be one of the. I really like that they have a very low threshold of. Um, 
looks for the presenters. And I, <laughs> I, and I know I, who you're talking about. Well, my two favourites. I know favorites. who you're talking about. No, my, t- my, my, my man favourite and my lady favourite. Go on then. Go, can you do your lady favourite first? Christy, Christy Northern. <laughs> Christy Northern. Christy yeah. Northern, the gardener lady. Yeah. yeah. I, God, I love her. God, I want to have tea and crumpets with her. She's great, isn't She's she? She's brilliant. She's she, absolutely brilliant. Was she the one who did the film on Locksmith? Yes! <laughs> Lock picking with the little tiny boy. We'll get back to that. I yeah. went to the toilet for that, sorry. Oh, no, that was brilliant. She's amazing. And she's got this bosom that you could fall into and just, oh, I'm home. But the um, <laughs> the, the man, the man, um, the, the, one, the, the, two, the poor three. man's Eddie the Eagle, Alex, Alex Riley! <laughs> That's so cool. That is so cool. Just because... Someone looks like Scary Spice off Bow Selector. <laughs> <laughs> Which film did Alex Riley do? He did. Oh, Christmas is a time Christmas when families summer. get together and... Oh, and, right. and he's like, oh, <laughs> God, that's the most tenuous thing. If I'd thought of that in a brainstorming meeting, I'd have been too embarrassed to put it on the table. This was, uh, th- this was because Sally Phillips and Ronnie Ancona were on. Yeah. Tuesday talking yeah. about their film Surviving Christmas so mm. absolutely right mm, yeah. where do we go in production meeting we've got them on the film's about Surviving Christmas what are we going to do we're literally mm-hmm. going to have a film with Alex Riley asking people how <laughs> to survive Christmas <laughs> on the streets well he he's of Sheffield I believe that's right uh, I I'm I, look, I, I've been really horrible about Alex Riley and I sort of feel like a bit of where did Alex Riley come from was he making a, a test tube um, he <laughs> He, I've sort of been a bit obsessed with him for some time. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to kick this guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. But his the, his earliest work, uh, with which I'm familiar, is his work on what he would term the Caravan Channel. Now, it's Caravan. <laughs> it's always been Caravan. Mm, caravan. Caravan. Or Caravan. He alternates. The guy's a swinger. I think this is him giving off a subliminal message that he's a swinger because he goes both ways with caravan or caravan. How does he say Caravaggio? I don't think that ever <laughs> comes into his world. So he, he, did, a, he did a show where he, he was sort of reviewing caravans or caravans on the caravan channel right up the EPG, <laughs> like in the absolute backwaters of the channels. It was a bitty show Tuesday, wasn't it? Because mm, they, they did all over the shop. They they had that film in it um, of just some, and nobody had anything you've not heard before about surviving Christmas. It was always like oh, in the relatives, it was an absolute placeholder. It was just there to have a, a gap between the thing there and the thing there. But I feel that this whole Christmas season has been really badly done by everyone like all advertising how many adverts have you seen referencing Brussels sprouts yeah like this is a 70s joke like we've done Brussels there is nothing left to be said about everybody actually likes them they're fine now because they actually bred genetically the bitterness out of Brussels sprouts (laughs) those sprouts you had in the 70s don't taste like that anymore and we all know not to put crosses in them anymore you shred them and you fry them in butter yeah roast the fuckers bit of of bacon not for you Jake but Uh, here we go some nuts (laughs) they did this whole thing about like uh, oh here we go oh Christmas is coming and oh we fight over pigs in blankets and a small rock of crystal meth like (laughs) and right there just as someone said that thing is where we leave part one of this week's the the one show show leaving you dangling like the testes of an old old man cup the podcast again tomorrow as we pick up exactly where we left off because awkward disjointed non secateurs where you can't remember what happened because it's now incoherent and 
lacking in any kind of you got a lot to learn from Matt Baker mate logic it's a, this is the future of audio welcome to podcasts see you tomorrow Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.